Here comes Riddell Jones. Three seconds, two seconds. Riddell all the way outside to Watford. Three on the way. Oh! And one in! And one in! And Indiana wins the ball game! I think Peyton's going to watch. Intercepted! Colts are going to the Super Bowl! Comes George, got the step and scoffs one move and counts in the foul. He beat LeBron James. Steps in. Puts Pettis. And they're saying he is in. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you guys had a great work week, great school week if you're an adult or kid listens to the show whatever i hope you had a great week regardless i'm bringing you guys a special special friday episode because it is sectional day in the state of indiana specifically class 6a i know that there are a few classes below 6a that already had their sectional for example i know lebanon and western boone already had their sectional i think they have uh they have to win three games to win their sectional instead of two so they played the previous week but for 6a sectional start today and what i'm going to be doing today is basically just running down each of the games and i'm going to be predicting a winner obviously in high school there's no spread or over under anything like that so i'm just going to try and predict the winner for each game including my school noblesville everybody around the hcc and schools that we don't ever talk about on the show. I'm going to be doing all of it. So stay tuned because I'm excited. I hope you're excited. A few, more than a few games that we got to predict. Follow along with me if you're interested in high school football. And follow our social medias. Our Instagram and Twitter is at DW Sports with two S's on the end. Our Snapchat and TikTok is D at DW underscore sports. Our email is dwsportsshow at gmail.com. And our YouTube is just DW Sports. If you're listening to the audio version, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell to keep up with future episodes. We're going to be going from top to bottom from Max Prep, starting off with Center Grove and Franklin Central. So... Follow along with me, pull it up on Max Preps. I will be back in just a second to predict these games. We're starting off with a banger here. Center Grove and Franklin Central. I know Franklin Central's head coach has a thing where he puts on Twitter and today he was like, beat the Trojans, and he does that for every game day. I think it's kind of cool. He says, beat them, and then whatever the team's mascot or name is that they're playing. Center Grove comes in at number four, Franklin Central at number 13. And mind you, all these rankings that I'm going to be saying are strictly the Class 6A rankings. They are different if we're just talking about the whole state of Indiana. Because the 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A teams are in the top 25 as well. So, like, Center Grove is just the number four team in Class 6A, if that makes sense. And Franklin Central was number 13. Both these teams, though, um, 
Center Grove comes out of the Mick. Well, used to come out of the Mick. Actually, I keep forgetting they're independent now. So they played a lot of teams in the Mick this year, but they're technically not in the Mick. They're gone now, along with Carmel. Franklin Central comes out of the HCC, the best conference in the state of Indiana, in my opinion. Center Grove, I talked about this a lot before the season. You know, everybody wants to talk about, oh, Center Grove lost a lot. Center Grove lost a lot on offense, on defense. You know, they lost Caden Curry. They lost Taven Jackson. They lost Carson Steele a few years ago. And so they may struggle. But Center Grove's program is so good to where the guys that don't start can come in the next season and do perfectly fine. And what I mean by that is you can have sophomores and juniors on the second team for them. And then other juniors and seniors will be the starters, the, the starting 22 for them. And after all the seniors are gone, the juniors and the sophomores will step up the next year and just follow in their footsteps. And that's not saying that Center Grove is going to replace Taven Jackson every year, or Caden Curry, because they're not. Those two kids are kids that are outliers. They're power five football players you don't get very many of those especially in the state of indiana i know like in texas in florida in california you get a lot more because one their states are a lot bigger than indiana is and second of all football is bigger down there than it is in indiana indiana is more of a basketball state like in indiana you'll see a lot well you'll see a lot more power six recruits i call it an College basketball, the power six, because I like to add the Big East in there along with the other five. Indiana, you see a lot more of that in basketball, but we have 17 games, so that's a lot of games to predict. So I'm kind of going to roll through this rather quickly, not because I don't enjoy talking about it, because I seriously do. I could probably ramble for like 20, 30 minutes on each of these games alone, but I got to get through each and every one of them. So Center Grove. Franklin Central, top 15 battle in Class 6A. Center Grove, I think, definitely has the better roster on paper. I think that Center Grove is definitely um, a better team than Franklin Central, and that's not a knock on Franklin Central. It's just their program, back-to-back state champions, they're not going to go out in the first round this season. They're motivated to get their third. And a team that has won back-to-back state championships just knows how to win. Uh, Center Grove has two losses. Franklin's in six. So, talent-wise on the roster, says Center Grove's going to win. Record-wise, says Center Grove's going to win. Rankings say Center Grove's going to win. If I were to give a score prediction, I would say Center Grove comes out on top 28-10. to 10. I think Center Grove is going to win 28 to 10. Franklin Central, their pass defense is great. They have phenomenal pass defense led by Hidori Hines, who we interviewed right here on the show. But down in the trenches, I think Center Grove is better. I think their run game is better. And overall, I just think their offense is a lot better with Franklin Central. Franklin Central's offense was near the bottom of the HCC this season. So, Give me Center Grove to win that game 28 to 10. Not to mention the fact that Center Grove, their two losses come from Cathedral, which in my opinion is the best team in the state. 
now that Jaden Whitaker, I believe, is her. I, I haven't heard anything on if he's going to play tonight or not, but I do know that he's banged up, which is a big deal, especially in high school sports. Um, high school kids tend to think about their injury a lot more and not be locked in because of an injury than college and pro players do. So that is a factor. But Cathedral and then Louisville Trinity, which obviously Louisville, they come from Kentucky, so an out-of-state team. Give me Center Grove 28 to 10. We're moving on to North Central and Lawrence Central High School. To be honest, I think this one's going to be closer than people think. North Central's record is 0 and 9, but they play in the MIC. Size wise, North Central, I think, is there physically. Like they're not much smaller than other people. Um, they don't have kids that just don't know how to play football or don't know how to block or tackle or any of the basics of football. North Central can compete in the mick. And I think that competing against Lawrence Central is going to be tough because they're number 10 in the state with a four and five record. I guess not in the state, but number 10 in class six, a, however, I got Lawrence Central in this one. I just think that North Central has zero confidence right now. O of nine, zero confidence going into the sectional. Like, if you've seriously lost nine straight, haven't won a game all season, nothing's going to fire you up to play this game at a high rate. LC is in the mix, and so obviously that means that LC had beat North Central earlier in the season because I'm I'm actually going to take a quick peek at that really quick to see what their score was but obviously LC did win um and they won they won 32-0 against North Central so I mean looking at that a team that has zero confidence who's 0 and 9 and they got whooped to this team 32 to 0 in the regular season I I think it's going to be closer than that. I think we're going to be talking like a 24 to seven type game. However, I don't think North Central has any chance in this game. LC moves on. And by the way, I didn't mention this in the intro, but I'm not going to be predicting like the whole bracket right now. That would take two, three hours, especially because I talk too much a lot of the time on games. Um, so I'm just going to be predicting each and every one of these games. I will post on social media my predictions, and then we'll track that to see if I actually know high school football or not. Because, hey, upsets happen. That's why they say you always play the game. You always play the game. Upsets could definitely happen. Moving on to another Mick team, Warren Central, number 14, taking on 0-9 Southport. 0-9 Southport. Again, Southport, zero confidence. They don't play in the MIC or the HCC. I think that each team in that area, kind of North Indianapolis and Hamilton County, those are where you're going to get the best teams in the state right there for football and, and basketball too, to believe it or not. I mean, basketball, you have like home set up in Fort Wayne, but Hamilton County and North Indy is where you're going to get your top tier football programs that are 6a southport doesn't play anybody like that in the mick or in the hcc uh give me warren central on this one and then a score prediction 
I'll say, I'll say 35, I'll say 35, 14. I'll give Southport 14 points. I don't know too much about him, but it's hard to shut out a team, especially as a defender who played football. If you shut out a team, that's unbelievable. Because for a defense, it seems so much harder than it looks, especially when you tell yourself they have three plays to get 10 yards, if not four, if they're in a situation where they're fourth and one and they want to go for it. So if you shut out a team, that's impressive. So I will give Southport 14 points. Moving on to Avon and Pike. And if you follow our social medias, you know that I'm upset about this one. And the reason why I'm upset is because we have this matchup as the sectional first-round matchup, when in reality, it shouldn't even be a matchup at all. Because of random draw, we have 1-8 Avon in 1-8 and eight Pike somehow still ranked number 18 and number 19. Again, that's because it's 6A and there's probably only slightly more than 25 6A teams in the state. So <clears throat> that's why. Both these teams have won one game and they're still ranked. That tells you about the conference they play in, each of them. So that's why they're still ranked. But to be honest, I like Avon. I like Avon. I think Avon plays in a tougher conference. They're a lot more competitive with teams around the state than Pike is. Avon puts up a decent amount of points. Um, looking at their schedule, they lost to Lawrence North, put up 25, only 13 against Ben Davis and HSC. But those two teams are, like, really good. They're top 10 caliper teams. 21 against Brownsburg and Franklin Central. 21 against Westfield, 27 against Zionsville that they won, and 41 in a loss against Noblesville. So they actually put up a decent amount of points. And looking at Pike, um, you know, get, they got shut out to Ben Davis. He got 14 points, uh, 14 points, shut out to Center Grove. They did put up 34 to LN, Lawrence North, but I think that Pike's offense – does put up a little less than Avon. And we're getting to the point where it's starting to get colder out. So who do I trust more on offense, Avon or Pike? I trust Mason Reynolds more is, is the answer. Ooh, I just, ooh, I just spit everywhere. Ooh, that, that was disgusting. I'm sorry if you watched that on YouTube. That, that, was, that was pretty nasty. Just like in the NFL, though, if you're talking about in the playoffs, theoretically, because both these teams in the NFL may not make the playoffs. But Commanders-Packers, what happened this weekend? Commanders won. But I'm in, in the playoffs, I'm taking the Packers all day long. All day long, because I trust Aaron Rodgers a lot more than I would trust Taylor Heineke. Same thing here. I think that Mason Reynolds is the number one flat-out best quarterback in the state of Indiana. So it doesn't matter who Pike's quarterback is. It doesn't matter who Cathedral's quarterback is. Like Danny O'Neill actually may have a competition, but I think that Danny O'Neill and Mason Reynolds are one and two, and I think Mason Reynolds is one. So I'm taking him over anybody. That's why I got Avon in this one.
Then we move on to Fishers and Fort Wayne Northrop, which, first of all, why are Fishers and HSC allowed to go play teams from Fort Wayne? Why are they allowed to do that? You played in the HCC all year. Fishers finished six and three, ranked top 10 in the state. HSC is undefeated number one in the state. And your sectional is Fort Wayne Northrop and Homestead? Why are they allowed to do that? I would think that your sectional would be you play the three other closest teams to you geographically. So that means that Fishers and HSC should be in the same sectional, which they are in the Fort Wayne one. But if we're talking about geographical location, six A teams, I think that sectional should be Noblesville, Westfield, Fishers, and HSC. I don't think Carmel would be in there geographically. I'm not sure. But I think it would be those four. And then Carmel would be with like Zionsville and North Central. And like, I'm just talking about geographically, right? Why are they going to Fort Wayne? Because now Fishers is playing one and eight Fort Wayne Northrop. And Fishers is going to kill him. I got Fishers winning this game 42-17. to 17. Uh, And then my score prediction for the Avon game that I forgot to mention, I got Avon winning 21-10 to 10 in a low-scoring game. I got Fishers killing Fort Wayne Northrop, though. This is ridiculous because if whoever gets out of that sectional, Fisher, Fishers or HSC, which if you listen to the last episode, <clears throat> you know who I am winning that. I said I got HSC getting upset to Fishers. So, obviously, Fishers is winning this game, right? Another reason why random draw is stupid, because we're moving on to Brownsburg and Ben Davis. These two teams should not be playing in the sectional first round. These are two teams that can make it to state. And we got them playing first round. And Avon and Pike, one of those teams has the, has the right to make it to the sectional championship. Something's not adding up here. Brownsburg should be playing Pike. Ben Davis should be playing Avon. That way, if Avon does pull up an upset, then at least we got Brownsburg and Avon in the sectional championship, right? So that's another reason why random draw is stupid. Now, I think that Brownsburg's defense is nasty. I think they're one of the best defenses in the state. My prediction relies on whether Jaden Whitaker is good to go or not. And even if he's not, I still think Brownsburg can pull it off. I'm going to play it safe. And I'm not going to say, I know I've been all chalk so far. But that's, I mean, it's seriously what I think. I could easily go Ben Davis here, but Brownsburg, I don't know about if Jaden Whitaker is good to go or not. So I am going to play it safe. And I'm going to pick Ben Davis to beat Brownsburg and pull off an upset. That's what happened last year. Ben Davis beat him in the sectional. I think Brownsburg is better this year, but they're beat up right now. Give me Ben Davis to 
do exactly what they did last year. I got them beaten Brownsburg 35-28 in a close game to move on and play Avon in the sectional championship. Moving on to Lake Central and Lafayette Jefferson, two teams that, to be honest, I haven't really kept a close eye on. They live really far away from where I reside. I live in Hamilton County, so it's kind of hard to keep track of teams up north. Uh, Lake Central is like almost in Michigan almost. And then Lafayette Jefferson is obviously in Lafayette. Number 22, Lafayette Jeff, 7-2 and two on the year. Um, I'll go Lafayette Jeff here. I will. I Lake Central, I just got to go chalk because of record because I'm not having an expert opinion on it. Now, I do know a little bit about both of them, but I'm not having all the facts and analytics up here off the top of my head because I don't follow them that closely. Um, Lafayette Jeff, I do know, has won the sectional a few times, though. I do know that they are a pretty good program because they have some athletes on their team. And when it gets cold, you're going to need athletes. So I'm going to pick Lafayette Jeff here over Lake Central. Now we move on to my school, Noblesville. They play number 11, Zionsville, who's four and five. My school is three and six, number 17. We play in Noblesville. Um, played at Zionsville last time, and we got beat. However, there's no chance I'm picking against my school. There is zero chance I'm picking against my school, okay? First of all, Eugene Hilton, I believe, is out. I think he's not playing. And second of all, the guy we interviewed on DW Sports from Zionsville, Christian Abney, I know is banged up too. I know he has a knee injury and he can't move out of the pocket and scramble and do all that jazz that he is used to doing. Two... Offensive players, probably their two best offensive players for Zionsville are banged up, and I think one of them is fully out. Noblesville, I'm telling you, you got to put up points. If you put up points, our defense will get stops. Defense has struggled this year. Defense is guilty of giving up a lot of points in some games this season. But momentum is a heck of a thing in sports, especially football. And if you think I was going to sit up here and say that Noblesville was going to lose a playoff game my senior year, my brother's senior year on the football field, absolutely not. I don't care if Noblesville is playing modern day. I'm picking them because I can't go against my school. It's unspoken or it's like an unspoken rule where I can't go against my school. I can't. I, I can't do it. Noblesville takes the dub tonight, 35-21. Defense, you have to get stops today. You have to get off the field. When Zionsville is on the field for third downs, you have to get off the field. Do not let them pick up first downs because that will eat away at you. It'll break down your confidence. It'll break you down mentally, and it will just overall make your play worse. You have got to get off the field, get your offense back on the field, and let them do work. Noblesville, if you let Zionsville score over 28 points, you guys will not win. You guys won't win. 
You have to get stops. And offensively, you have to convert on third downs. That's the key to this game. Noblesville gets stops on third down. Offense convert on third down. That's the key. It's all about confidence, playing mentally tough. Who's going to do that better today? If you get stops on third down, I guarantee you you'll win this game. But you have to get off the field. If you do not get off the field, you will not win. Get off the field. Do your job every single play, and you will beat them, especially with their best two offensive players out. They are bottom of the HCC, just like Noblesville and Franklin Central were. They're at the bottom of the barrel. This is a winnable game. And most teams will not expect Noblesville to go to the sectional championship. This is a very, very winnable game. And you have to stay mentally tough the entire game. You can't let the simple little things eat away at you. Give me Noblesville to win. 35-21, like I said. Um, Columbus North and Jeffersonville. Jeffersonville is awful. They're one and set. They're just they're just awful. Um, and again, I know that people listen to this, kids have feelings and stuff. And I don't mean to make anybody upset listening to the show, but I mean, come on. Like. I'm, I don't sugarcoat anything on the show. I really don't. I'm not going to click my heels and say that, you know, you guys played in a slump the whole season and it's going to turn around. I'm not like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, y'all. Like one and seven, just like up there with North Central, like, oh, and nine, like, it's just not good. It's just a, whatever you want to call it, a down year. Or, I don't really care. It's just not good. Columbus North is really good at athletics. Um, maybe not so much on the football side. They are ranked 25th, but over Jeffersonville, I, I do have Columbus North beating them. We go on to another good game. Cathedral in Lawrence North. And, and score prediction, by the way, for that game. Give me Columbus North to win like 52 to 28. I know Columbus North puts up a lot of points on some occasions, so – I will put. I will choose them to pick a lot of points. Lawrence North and Cathedral. Cathedral seven and one. Only lost to who? The Brownsburg Bulldogs. LN ranked fifteenth with a four and five record. Again, it's because they're in the mick. To be honest, I don't think it'll be close. Give me Cathedral in that one. Thirty-five to seven. I'll, I'll say thirty-eight. I'll say thirty-eight-seven. Thirty-eight-seven. Give me Cathedral to beat Lawrence North. I think this team is the best team in the state, probably going to make another state championship run. So I like the Irish here. And then the game of the week, in my opinion, Westfield and Carmel, number five versus number eight, a top 10 matchup, both six and three. <clears throat> I think that geographically this does make sense. Carmel struggled early in the year. All, both teams with three losses. This is the first game that Westfield has everybody fully back. I think they, they may have one or two injuries, but overall, this is the healthiest they've been all season. Same with Carmel. Um, Carmel has been kind of banged up all season. I know they missed their safety, Winston Berglund. 
a while back early in the season, but he's back. He's been back, ready to hit some people today. Um, a top 10 battle. I look at a, a matchup like this, and I say, who's the better program? Who knows how to win more games, Westfield or Carmel? When I was using that argument, I said, oh, dear Lord, both teams do. Westfield are the back-to-back state runner-ups, but Carmel is definitely familiar with winning state championships. They're definitely familiar with making deep runs into the tournament. So, I am really torn. I've went back and forth in my head multiple times in this game, but overall, overall, I'm going to choose Carmel. I'm going to pick Carmel. I think Westfield. Oh, man. Now I'm on the Westfield train. Oh, man. You know what? I, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with my gut, and I'm going to choose Carmel. I, I got to stick with my gut. And I'm picking Carmel because I think they've played higher competition. And I'm a big fan of the HCC, but Carmel's played better than that. They, they played a mix of teams from the Mick. Uh, scrimmage Westfield earlier and then they play teams from out of state too so they have that competition I do think Carmel is a little bit better coach all around I'm not talking about specifically head coach but I'm just saying overall as a, a, a program offense coordinator defensive coordinator assistant coaches head coach all of that I think Carmel is a little bit better coached because of the success that their program has had all time everybody wants to go and coach there so I'm going to take Carmel by slim margin, give me, give me them to win 20. Give me them to win 38. Uh, give me them to win 31, 28. There we go. Carmel wins 31, 28 on a game winning field goal. Um, now we're moving on to crown point and portage. This one is another easy matchup. Crown point is number 12 in the state 12 and 0. Or I'm not sorry, nine and zero, 12th in the state and nine and zero. They're gonna have an easy win right here over Portage. So give me Crown Point to win 42-3 over Portage. Next game up would be Arsenal Tech, who has struggled this year. I was actually watching them a little closely this year because I know that Tech is sometimes good at football. And I didn't know what I was going to get from them this year. However, I got them winning today. They're playing Perry Meridian, who's number 24, three and six, but rankings in six, they don't really matter. Give me Indianapolis Arsenal Tech to beat Perry Meridian. I know the confidence thing can take a beating, but it's not like Perry Meridian is just miles ahead of them, like some of the other teams. You know what I'm saying? Perry Meridian is just an average team. They're not going to go and dominate the MIC or the HCC, but they might compete really well in some of the conferences down south or up north. So I actually got Indianapolis Arsenal Tech beating Perry Meridian in this game. Number 23, Homestead. Versus number one, HSC, the best team in the state, according to Max Preps. Hamilton Southeastern will win this game. Um, prime time per se. 
7.30. All the other games I've announced so far are at 7 p.m. The last three that I'm saying are at 7.30, so I guess technically it's prime time. But Homestead up north, again, very good athletic school. HSC is just too balanced offensively and defensively. If you wipe through the whole HCC, there's no way I'm picking you to lose the first round. Um, second round is a different story because you're playing a good team from the HCC. <clears throat> but right now, I can't, I can't go against them. There's no way. Give me HSC to win 24-7. to seven. Last two games, we got a pretty even battle. Elkhart, number 21 versus number 20, Warsaw. Both teams, seven and two. Um, again, not very knowledgeable on either of these teams, I wouldn't say, but give me – I'll say give me, give me Elkhart. It's not really an upset. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give me Elkhart. I know they've been um, – getting their program back on track. So give me Elkhart to upset Warsaw. I, I just don't see Warsaw as a team that's going to make it that far in the state tournament, and I don't really know why. I just kind of have that gut feeling to where I don't think that Warsaw is necessarily going to just continue to win games. Um, and that's why I got Elkhart. And then the last game, Carroll versus Penn, another great game up north. Carroll, number nine uh, in Class 6A at a 9-0 record. That's how good the HCC is because you have Fishers, <coughs> excuse me, who's number six and have three losses over a 9-0 Carroll team because of the Hoosier Crossroads Conference. And then they're playing number 16, Penn, who is 7-2. Penn has been to a few state championships in the past. I got... Carroll, actually, um, I predicted Fort Wayne Bishop Lewis to upset him week one, if you guys remember that episode. Didn't even come close to hitting. Carroll's a good football team. I'll take them. I, I like their chances against Penn, even though Penn is experienced in the tournament. Give me Carroll on this one. And that's going to wrap it up. So thank you guys for listening to this episode, this special Friday episode. Um, I know I sound sick. It kind of looks like I have bags under my eyes and my throat's all scratchy. I have kind of been sick recently, not like puking sick, just kind of cold. And um, I don't know if I have allergies to anything. I'm, I don't think I'm allergic to anything that I know of, but my throat has kind of been scratchy lately. So I don't know what I could be allergic to, but thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys. In the next episode, I'll try to get one out tomorrow. I have a busy day tomorrow. I'll definitely try to get one out, though. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace out.